0: welcome back to coming this summer again another audio edition of coming this summer happy new year everyone Bean will be back tomorrow for a cinemagasm where we uh bring in the news of the new year and see what happened last week in the movie world but today we're talking about what if season two which if you're curious was great um i think a a a nice step uh from the first season we didn't really focus on a through line this time it it kind of focused more on Peggy Carter as a character and Captain Carter, uh, her alias, if you will, Hayley Atwell, starring as Peggy Carter. Um, Action! Season two was great. Season two was awesome. I think I like season one's Big Bad more. Um, Infinity Ultron is just, like, a really cool concept, but Strange Supreme, I believe, is is what he's called, is the Big Bad in this. Spoilers, not spoilers, spoilers, but... It's about ten episodes, thirty minutes a piece, nine episodes, I believe. Um, so we're gonna rank them. We're gonna get into it. Uh, but yeah, stay tuned. So what if season two um, right doesn't follow a through line? Um, the first season kind of felt followed a through line. Like come the like seventh episode, they started sprinkling like plot details in there. Um, this one really doesn't um, until probably seven episodes in. The last two kind of follow that like through line plot. Well, okay, it's it's. Three episodes follow a through line. It's the Peggy Carter episode, 1602 Avengers, and then the finale are all pretty pretty focused on, on Peggy Carter, uh, who is the main character of What If, I'll say, other than the watcher, Jeffrey Wright, from uh, shows like Westworld. Um, very good. Very good season. We already got a promo for season three, so I'm so glad they're making more of this. I think they keep perfecting the animation every time, if I'm going to be honest. Um, it looked great. It looked fantastic, and I and I can't wait to see what season three looks like. So let's get into each individual episodes. I think I'm just gonna go with how I ranked them. Um, My number one favorite episode was 1602 Avengers, which is what if they assembled in like uh, the Dark Age, like medieval times, Robin Hood, all this stuff, you know, where it's just this one giant parody of itself. Where there's like the Royal Yellow Jackets and Rogers Hood, which is kind of the stupidest thing I've ever heard, but it was a, it was, it was a pretty kick-ass concept, and I don't know why that wasn't explored as like a full movie. I think if they went in a different direction in Infinity War and like the snap caused some weird kerfuffle instead of wiping half the universe. I think this is what should have come out of it is 1602 Avengers. Um, and I think most people on the internet agree that that was the best episode other than of course, which my second favorite episode was the Christmas episode where happy Hogan and Darcy, uh, from the first, uh, uh, second and third Thor movie and fourth Thor movie. Holy shit. I don't think she's in three actually. Um, Where they do a diehard against Justin Hammer who takes over Avengers Tower like right after – it's like right before Age of Ultron, I think, or like right after. I'm not too sure. They don't have Wanda or Vision or Quicksilver – oh, Quicksilver died, but – they don't have them yet so i think it's after the first avengers movie when they're all still like kind of bros like the avengers haven't broken up yet but they haven't gone through the ultron thing um that was a great episode it was a great christmas episode it dropped on christmas eve i think um they did frame the whole season as like a christmas thing but that was really the only part that was christmas eve um i will say but yeah that one that one was my second favorite episode my third was the first episode of the series uh nebula a nebula focused episode where she becomes a Nova Corps member. Um, I can't remember the episode because it was one of the first ones that came out. But it's something like Yondu dies. She has to investigate it, and the investigation leads to her like overthrowing the Nova Corps and like how it's become corrupt and and stuff. And it reminded me of if you watch the Obi Wan show when he's down on Coruscant and like the undercity of Coruscant, it reminded me of that. So anything that gives me like, um, Nova. Nova Core, Nova Prime, Xandar, that whole shebang, I'm totally in on. And Nebula is probably one of my favorite characters from the MCU. So, and Karen uh, Gillian, Karen Gillian, I don't know how to say her name, but she was great. Um, I don't know if she reprised her role. I'm pretty certain she did, but um, anyone can pretty much do a robotic voice um but that one was definitely definitely high up on my list um number four uh the captain carter uh episode was was very good again hayley atwell as captain carter is the best i'm so glad we got her actually in live action in doctor strange 2 which i am now just remembering that we did get her in live action which is kind of badass i don't think it's this peggy carter um but it is a variant of the variant of the variant so who knows um the sequel is uh, to the Captain Carter episode is basically a hodgepodge of uh, Captain America two, the Winter Soldier and the Black Widow movie. So it's really cool to see like storylines kind of cross without like it being just Steve Rogers and uh, uh, Natasha, you know, Black Widow and Captain America. Um, It was definitely it was it was a pretty good twist on on the plot lines. so that one definitely comes in at number three or four for me um number five uh the hella episode hella um has a falling out with odin um and instead of thor getting banished to earth it's hella who gets banished to earth um i can't remember the ins and outs of the details but he basically curses the helmet and says whoever blah 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 mercy blah 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 whatever and it like shoots to earth and then Hela ends up on Earth as a mortal um, who has no powers and she um, meets the Mandarin who has the Ten Rings, which is like a very, very cool situation um, because we combine like the Shang-Chi movie with like Thor Ragnarok. And it's like it's really cool, like how they're like combining these like fusion kind of stories to get like these Powerful and awesome endings. Um, The Captain Carter episode and this one both ended with, like, holy shit, dude. Like, this, I want this. I want to explore this in, like, the actual MCU. But I'm so glad we get these, like, one-off episodes of What If? Because it definitely works. So I'm so glad we're getting a season three. Um, Number six, uh, the finale. The finale of this is weird because Strange Supreme shows up and he's like, I've been collecting all the world killers um to basically revive his own world um and all the characters he's collecting are are like the characters you know and love it's as if a kid opened his toy box and sprinkled all his action figures on the floor and got four of his friends together and just a pew 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 and i shoot you with my megaton infinity laser armor and i have plus 25 resistance to your infinity super laser beams with my pen impenetrable armor of the quantum you it's literally that it is that it is just here's all these characters we can do animation we don't need to get everyone there because most of them don't talk it's just on-screen shit and they're all using their powers and they're all blasting stuff away and it is probably one of the coolest things to come out of the mcu and it's all animated So it's like everything is working towards it. My only problem is there's not really a substance to it other than like beam fights and hodgepodges of these characters you know and love. Um, So that's why it comes in at number six for me. Because the finale of the first season was freaking awesome. It was amazing. Infinity Ultron was such a great bad guy. And the finale of this basically undermines him as a character um, completely. So... That's why it falls a little short for me. This next one I'm a little disappointed uh at my ranking of because I did really like the episode, but stacking it up against the other episodes, I I'm partial to some of the other episodes. This is the first hero we get um originally created for the MCU. I don't think this character exists uh other than maybe like the Future Fight mobile app, which is awesome. You should check that out and and like Marvel Puzzle Quest, I think she's in, but I think it's completely spawned from the MCU. I think she's an MCU original character, Ka- Kaori. Ka- Kaori? Um, Native American uh, heroes, um, the Mohawk tribe, which they actually put a little shout out that they like consulted the tribes and like actually like got help from them to make sure they didn't do anything offensive, I think, or step over any lines. So it was a super good episode. And I, I, kind of don't know why they went all out for their own original character and didn't put it in a movie didn't put her in a movie because if this plot was stretched out to like two hours it would be very good it would or like an hour and a half like 90 minutes you know but live action is is really what we could have used for this kaori episode because she rules the environments rule they get like in the episode, they find like what the Spanish call the Fountain of Youth, which takes them to this other realm where they basically gain the t- powers, uh, the Mohawk tribe gains the powers of the Tesseract, or the Space Stone. I think it's in the MCU, it's the Space Stone. Um, so they can just like uh, run really fast and have all these superpowers, and, it, and it's really cool to explore but we only get 30 minutes with it so i don't know i feel like we should have gotten an an entire movie but that's just me that and it and it falls a little short compared to the other episodes compared to the other episodes that's all i'm trying to say i love the episode but compared i don't know i just i like nova i like fucking we didn't get nova but i like the nova core i like the christmas episode 1602 was amazing the captain carter i liked the sequel uh in the hella episode there's just you know they're all the episodes are great um except for these uh last two which uh number eight is star lord uh peter Quill, chris pratt um comes ba- is sent back to earth uh as a kid by ego because instead of yondu keeping him as his kid he hands him off the kurt Russell ego um like he was tasked to do like we find out in guardians 2 um but in, in, instead of that, he hands him over to Ego and Ego basically gives him celestial powers as a kid and goes, go spread my goo. Go spread my seed across the universe because I'm doing the the enlightenment. I don't know what it's called. I have no idea what the thing is called. But he's trying to like Ego in the second uh, Guardians movie is trying to take over the universe by planting little bits of him on each of the planets. And he's using um, celestial kids to, to do it. Um, This episode actually executes on that, and we do get a cool version of the Avengers in, like, the 80s who are fighting, like, celestial-powered kids, Star-Lord, which is cool, but I don't know. The coolest part was having them, like, those Avengers are, like, it's, like, um, Morpheus from The Matrix. I don't know why I can't think of his name, but he's playing um, Goliath. Who's basically giant man? We get Hank Pym, we get T'Chaka, who's uh, Chadwick Boseman's character T'Challa, Black Panther's dad, who dies in Civil War. Um, God, I watch way too much of this shit. Um, the, the episode felt a little short, but the but those Avengers were the coolest part of that because it was a different Avengers group and it was set in like the eighties, so it was it was fun to explore. Um, my least favorite episode and the episode that got cut from season one is. The coolest premise, but it's like falls short because you just want it to be that way in the normal MCU. It's it, it's basically what if Tony Stark, when he flies through the portal in New York to drop the nuke on the Tachari, uh, Chitari. Sorry, not Tachari. <laughs> Um, when he flies through the portal to drop the nuke on the Chitauri, he gets trapped in space and then ends up on Sakaar, which is the planet from Thor Ragnarok, um, home of one, uh, Jeff Goldblum, the Grandmaster, which, I know, I know, this isn't higher on my list because Jeff Goldblum absolutely killed it as the Grandmaster in this episode, hands down, was the best part, but it's just basically like, it, I don't know, I- I wanted this concept to exist. Like, Tony Stark actually gets trapped in space is a great concept. And then it just becomes Thor Ragnarok again. And it's like, oh, this is kind of lame. This is kind of lame. Like, he teams up with Meek and Korg and Valkyrie and, like, are they even there? It's like 10 years go by, like, since that. Like, pretty much, like, since the first Avengers. Have they just been on Sakaar that whole fucking time? I don't know. Um, But I can see why it got cut. Because it was basically just, like, a fun episode that had no stakes but we needed Gamora in the finale of season 1 and in Thanos' armor so I don't know if we had gotten this in season 1 I probably would have said it was a good episode but because we're getting it now and we already know Gamora like teamed up with Iron Man and like he has the Sakaar Hulkbuster armor like we got all this we already got all this and it, it I don't know it we got the end goal and, and now we had to like watch it so, but i already know where they ended up so it's like i didn't feel like i needed to watch it i don't know but that's my two cents that's what if season two that's episode by episode i feel like that's the best way to do this we did get a season three promo which i thought was the funniest thing ever with red guardian um who's david harbour's character from the black widow movie and sebastian stan uh winter soldier um from the winter soldier um and they're like in a high speed chase in like America because they're tr- I don't know what they're trying to do. They the like promo is so short, but it was just it seemed like a fun time. So I can't wait for season three. Um yeah, go watch season two so we get more. We're already getting more, but go watch it anyway, because it was great. Disney Plus these these ones are a little longer than what we just did, Pokemon Concierge, um, where that was like uh ten minutes longer than just one what if episode. So yeah. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with Cinemagasm. We'll be back uh, in video form where you can see our stupid elgo faces. Um, and and Bean will be back on the channel. So if, if you only subscribe for Bean, then then don't worry. <laughs> we'll be back to normal tomorrow. But until then, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Subscribe, comment. If you watched What If. Uh, if you didn't, I'd recommend 1602 in the Christmas episode. And if you're not hooked, sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. But this does require MCU homework. It does. It unfortunately does, even though these are just one-offs that you could pick up if they were comic books off the shelf and just start reading. But it does it does require homework. But anyway, um, until until tomorrow, we're um, we're, um uh, bye. We don't outro. This is why we don't outro. Um, writing, not really much to go on. The music, stellar, kick ass. That Pokemon Concierge theme song is so good, and I don't know why. Um. But yeah, definitely a definitely a big surprise um, from Netflix here, um, unexpected to say the least.